hour drive from my house or an 11 hour flight, you get to Yellowknife. Yellowknife, which is the capital and the only city in Nunavut, Canada. I don't know how to pronounce that. Nunavut, something like that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's the only city. There's 20,000 people there. You take a snowmobile from there out to the middle of nowhere. You're already in the middle of nowhere, so you go further out, in further into the middle of nowhere. And under a pile of rocks called a cairn, you will find a melt crate. A melt crate. And inside the melt crate, among other things, you will find a black golf ball. This is the northernmost geocache in the world. If you send me that black golf ball, I will give you $20 American currency in cash money. $20. $20. That's what we're talking about here. $20. Two tens, four fives. It's really up to you. Welcome to Geocaching Scripture. So, Geocaching Scripture, I want to talk to you a little bit about what that means to me. Um, as I've gotten older, as I've spent more time with the Bible, as I've read more, gone to seminary, read good books, met very, very smart people who are Bible experts, I find that I find these little treasures of language and of interpretation and background and all sorts of things that bring the Scripture to life to me again, that give me this, this treasure hunting back in my back in my reading of scripture, and I thought geocaching was a perfect metaphor for it. Some familiar paths, some familiar places we've gone. I don't I don't know if uh, Nunavut is familiar to you, but if it is, fantastic. Wow, what an adventurer. Let's have a guest star. But you take these familiar paths and you put the treasure hunting back into them. And that's why I call this geocaching scripture. It's finding these treasures in places that are very familiar, familiar to the point sometimes of even being boring. Um, so, you know, I'm evangelistic. I was born on Saturday and in church on Sunday. I, I had a friend I was talking to about this the other day, and we were sharing our evangelistic experiences. He said if he got home and his parents weren't there, or if he couldn't find them at some point, he automatically assumed that the rapture had occurred for sure, and that he was definitely left behind. So he had a list of the best Christians he knew, and he would call their houses and see if they were home. So if he called and, and somebody answered, then he would immediately hang up, knowing that the rapture had not happened, that his parents would return soon. If that story makes no sense to you at all, um, then you're probably not evangelistic. If it does make sense to you, geocaching scripture might be for you. And that's the idea, is geocaching. There is plenty to be seen in God's word. And some of these just little tiny lessons are what some of us need to see that dimension come back to us again. myself real quick. My name is Josh um, and have spent some time in seminary, some time as a pastor, had a lot of adventures inside and outside the church um, and, you know, come to my own faith as an adult, um, which I'm which I'm thankful for. And so I, I broadcast to you from a, a blanket fort. I feel like that's important to know. Um, I have three kids. They own the house. Basically, I hide in the closet with a blanket over my head because I don't have a soundproof studio. Uh, when I get a soundproof studio, um, then you can come and see it. I promise. Especially if they have that black golf ball. Anyway, let's look at our scripture today. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 2. Isaiah chapter, chapter 11, verses 1 through 2. Now, I'm going to try to follow the lectionary a little bit. The lectionary, uh, if you're not from a liturgical tradition, you might not 
be familiar with it. The lectionary is basically a, a list of a schedule of readings of scripture um, that all the churches go through. So you go in a Catholic church, Episcopal church, um, some Methodist churches, uh, Lutheran churches, all around the world on a particular Sunday, and they'll all be reading out of the same scripture. So I'm I'm roughly following that just for Advent. I'm probably not going to stick to it, you know, evangelistic that I am. I'll just, you know, kind of mess around and make my own rules as I go along. But uh, this one is from the lectionary reading for about this time. So Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 2. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, a branch from his roots shall bear fruit, and the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So this is one of several prophecies that are often looked at as part of Jesus, part of telling about his story coming. Um, obviously used as an Advent reading, a shoot that shall come up from the stump of Jesse. And, of course, Jesus was from the line of David, the line of Jesse. Jesse was David's father. And this is that image that's used. And we see this image constantly through the Old Testament. If you look, there are constant images of, of everything being burnt down or cut away, and out of the ashes, something growing. And it's always this remnant of Israel. So they're getting exiled, and a remnant is staying alive. And they're getting uh, enslaved, and a remnant is staying alive and keeping going. Uh, they're disobeying and, and wandering in the desert for 40 years, and a remnant of them um, goes into the promised land. So there's always this remnant, this, this one little line of the dynasty of Christ that will not disappear. Um, thousands of years, of course, before he was born on earth, burned down to the remnant, this people of God that will not die. And that might have been um, an image that was in the people's minds when they founded uh, this small village near, I, I believe near, not too far from Bethlehem. And they were thinking of this remnant. They were thinking of, of growing and hope, life coming back, even when it seems like all is loss and all is death. They were thinking of life coming back. So they called the city um, in Hebrew is Netzerat, which is this word for uh, when a branch is cut down and new sprouts start to come back. Netzerat. Netzerat, as it became to be called over the centuries, of course, Nazareth. Nazareth. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, from the Netzerat, from the Nazareth. And there we have Jesus coming forth in hope from Nazareth. So this prophecy pointing to the little town where he came from. That last symbol of hope, the last hope that was needed, the culmination of the hope of all the prophets of all the centuries in this one boy born in this small town. The Netzerat, when all is cut away, something lives again. And that's the beauty of stories like this and the prophecies of Jesus as, as God never giving up on humanity, not giving up. And, it, and in, he, all of humanity is trying to burn ourselves out or kill ourselves off or cut ourselves down completely. 
and this shoot of hope comes up again. And here it is in the form of Jesus who came up from the Nazareth, the Netzerat. And that's a geocache for today. Anyway, Pax Humana. Cheers. Cheers.